Megan Hicks of I Run Far. I'm with Claire Gallagher. She's the 2019 Western States Endurance Run Champion. Congratulations, Claire. Thanks, Megan. It's you pretty don't, weird to be here. You don't have your voice back, I guess. It's a little, it's it's coming. It's, yeah, it's there, yeah. You sounded like a, a little bit atmospheric at the finish line last night, <laughs> like you left your voice out on the course. Oh, for sure. I left every ounce of my being on that course in the last six miles. Okay, I do want to talk to you about all 100 miles, but let's just get to the point for a hot second. You were running in the lead starting around mile 80. Mm -hmm. You thought Brittany was some minutes behind you. She rolls up on you at about mile 93 in the dark. Yes, exactly. This is about a mile before the Pointed Rocks aid station, the last major aid station. Uh -huh. What happened in that moment? In this moment, it was uphill on that rocky section before the the highway. The highway. And I, and I, you know, yelled um, some expletives and was like, "Oh my gosh!" And I honestly switched, uh, like something in my body switched. Because usually in ultras, if someone passes you, they pass you. And clearly, I wasn't working hard enough because as soon as she passed me, I just stuck on her pacer, Cody Lynn's heels, and. And I said, come on, I'll start my pacer. And and we, all, the four of us, just trudged forward for a mile okay. to 94. And at 94... At the aid station. Yeah, at the aid station. I had taken all of my excess belongings out of my pack, threw them, <laughs> and didn't stop for food or water, and, um, and then just didn't look back. Tried to <laughs> drop a couple ounces of extra stuff. Yeah. Go light. Yeah. I mean, it was for sure just like a placebo thing. And because I had a little bit of Coke left um, in my flask. And I was like, well, I have to send this. Like, and I, and then I started going reckless down downhills because I had been pretty cautious before about sprained ankles and things. And I was just like, this is now it. I'm either going to win or I'm not. So. <laughs> and, and I don't want to go down like this. Yeah. When she came up behind you at around mile 93, did she come hard? Did she creep up? What was it like? Out of nowhere. Okay. Truly out of nowhere. Al and I are just, you know, plugging away. And he was like, oh, there's no way she'll catch you. She's easily 10 minutes back. Because I kept on being like, look back for a light. And he's like, can't see anything. And then blammo. And then we there. were like, ah! And we didn't have time to just be like, for me to be like, ow! How'd you get there? How did you not see her? Yeah. Alistair, you had one job. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, you had like 12. Yeah, okay. I know. You did a great job. But um, at 90, um, Hal Corner was like pushing me out of the aid station. He was like, come on, go. And I was like, it's fine. Like, I have 10 miles. There's no way. You know, honestly, I was pretty confident. And little did I, he, maybe he knew how close Brittany was. <laughs> yeah, he you probably feel did. feel coming. <laughs> yeah, totally. Radio reports, maybe. Yeah. And and the crazy Spidey thing about Brittany. Spidey the guy who's got a <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, it's not over, honey. But Brittany is like, is really, really fast. Like, she has a, you know, a fast 5K PR. And, and so I'm like, of course I would come down to. The person who's sprint. got like the quick legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but I was like, man, just stay, you know, confident in my own speed. Cause my coach, David Roach, basically just like has me doing a lot of speed work. So I was like, this is for you, David. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you drop everything at the mile 94 aid station. You guys take off. When we see you next at No Hands Bridge, that's 2.5 miles later, 2.3 miles, mm -hmm. something like that, you've put a minute and three quarters on her. <laughs> I was, I didn't realize I had put, like over a minute on her. Yeah, I exactly, thought she was 20 exactly, seconds behind me. Exactly a minute yeah. and 45 seconds. Were you just, yeah. were you in like a cloud of 
like non being and just running. One hundred percent. I was like, if I'm not redlining, then I, that's this isn't gonna work. I was redlining, and the only other time I felt like that, and this was more intense, was at CCC two years ago Got with it. Maite Mayora on my heels. And I was like, oh, I never thought I'd go into this well again. And here I am. Here I am. Yeah. And the final three miles to the finish are not an easy three miles. Oh. There's a climb up road B point. There's a, just a grinder paved road climb. And then there's a hammer, a mile hammer to the finish. Yeah. Take me there. Uh, I ran every step up Roby Point. You ran every step. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just sort of zoned out. I just ignored my legs, ignored. Actually, it was Brian who had given me advice about, because I have a bad Achilles. Oh, okay. And he was like, if it hurts to walk and if it hurts to run, just run. run. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm taking that advice now. Here we go. Yeah. Run. Yeah. So, um, and then when I got to the road, I still was incredulous that, that I had put enough time on her. So I was just kind of belligerent to my crew, you know, I was no, like, we're going. Yeah. I was like, where do I go? <laughs> How do I get there? Yeah, and then I get to the track and I was just like, ah! <laughs> I thought she was going to come at any moment. It just, it's major kudos to Brittany for putting on such a stellar race and Courtney for that matter. If, I mean, to pull us along like that. I mean, seriously, I mean, this is one of the most <laughs> dynamic hundred mile women's races I've ever seen. I mean, it probably then you look at the other girls behind, it was equally as competitive. And it was yeah. flip-flopping until the end. Yeah. You know, like uh, track, sprint, finishes. Right, right. With um, Caitlin and Cecilia. Camelia. Camelia. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a, just a hell of a women's race. It was really, it was thrilling. Mm -hmm. Really thrilling. Okay, let's back up a little bit. Um, Courtney took the race out. You were squarely in second, like basically from after the escarpment. Yeah. When did you exactly. go squarely in second? Okay. Um, yeah, maybe. Oh, it was the first aid at like, was it 10 or five? I can't remember. 10. Yeah. Yeah. 10. And I didn't stop for water and I had been running with Amanda Basham and um, she just stopped to grab water. Oh, and Brittany actually. Okay. And then, and then I just, you know, I, I lost him, but they, I could tell that they were only like, you know, five minutes Not behind far. me pretty much the whole time. Yeah. But I was alone, which is rare. You know, often I, you know, us women can run with guys at least. And this was the first race where I was in my own little universe. For a long time. Yeah. Which I think helped conserve energy because, you know, I, I talk a lot when I'm running and I'm like, wow, I feel really good. Just like pitter-pattering by myself. <laughs> yeah. Actually, somebody on social media said yesterday, like, I wonder what it's like to run with Claire. Does she talk the whole time? <laughs> what would it be like if she didn't talk and had <laughs> that energy left over? I guess we found out. Yeah. And then when I got to my pacers, I was like, I'm not talking to you. Yeah. Just FYI. And it worked. FYI. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been in my quiet zone all day. Yeah. And this is working. Here. Yeah. Um, when did the actual Passover between Courtney and you happen? Was that on the climb up to Green Gate? Yep, okay. exactly. It was pretty much right after I got off the boat and I could see Courtney walking with um, Kevin and and she was just so joyous. Yeah. It was, she is such a class act. Like, I can't think of anyone better to be like the matriarch of, well, that's, that makes her sound old. She's not old at all, but like just the boss. Matriarch of, is a term of respect, not a yeah. term of age. So okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Of, of our sport. Matriarch. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, she was basically knew she was dropping and was so kind and excited. She spent all this energy cheering me up because I was running, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I ran every uphill because I felt good on the uphills and she was just like, go get that cougar. I was like, oh, Courtney, I love you. I love you, woman. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Did you know before that that she had been struggling for some miles, or did you just come up on her? And At the river. The, I got okay. to the river, and I was like, oh, this has been fun, you know. I wonder if Casey or Brittany will catch me. And then someone goes, Courtney was three minutes ahead of you. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so, Something has changed. Yeah, here. yeah. And then, then the wheels started clicking, and my competitive instinct really took over right at the river. Talk yeah. to me a little bit about how you felt, because when we interviewed you before the race, you said you had a few little, like, physical concerns, and you had not had, like, the world's most usual taper. You went to the Arctic. You went yeah. carrying heavy packs around off-trail. Probably a little bit more on your feet than yeah, it would typically yeah. be. Like 14 hours on my feet how for did you, eight days. How did you feel for 100 miles yesterday? Um, Honestly, I felt really good. Okay. Yeah, like, I think the the technicality of the high country really was a blessing for me because it felt relatively smooth. And, okay. and I just had this new attitude basically getting back from the Arctic. And I was like, nothing's going to be as hard as walking in off trail tundra with a, you know, 50, <laughs> 60 pound pack. And which was cool. You know, I think I used it to my advantage and tried to ignore the little niggles. Okay. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm so, I'm just like knocking on wood that everything came around in like eight days since I've been back. <laughs> You had a little thing tied around your knee last night. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, so that was the knee that it's a chronic, like, patella okay. problem that made me drop two years ago. Okay. And I started feeling around, like, mile 80, and I was like, no! no. And I'm like, just like, give me the KT tape, you know? And I, and I, I put different variations of KT tape on my knee, like, twice during the race, so... Um, it was actually on Cal Street where I first put it on. Oh, and we saw a little baby black bear. Oh, Oh Where? my gosh, in Cal Street. During the day. Yeah. Little. Little. How about, little? Well, it was, I mean, it was. I mean, not little. Yeah, little. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could still eat your face. It was a little baby. That was so cute. And I thought it was an omen. It was It was this little bear being like, go get it. Save me. Like the, the bear. Well, it's. A, I think it's a grizzly bear that's on the California flag. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little California bear cheering you on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You crossed the line. With, like, an absolute look of shock on your face. I mean, to me, it looked like shock. Is that what you felt, or was it just... What was in your head then? I was, like, feeling every possible emotion I think I've felt in, like, the last 10 years. <laughs> on the finish line. I'm, like, I'm like semi-crying. I'm, like, semi, like, really psyched and just so depleted. And I was just running so scared you know which is a hilarious thing but that can that that drives such a cool like human potential limit and I was like so psyched to have pushed my body that hard like just reaching another level you know where I basically like kind of stopped deep like I wasn't really able to hold stuff down for okay. most of the last 20 and so I was just running on fumes it know? was just the internal combustion engine still running on not a lot of fuel yeah um yeah. you have Sorry, I have a tickle in my throat. <laughs> you have racked up wins at some incredible races over the years. You've had a hugely fast time, the Leadville 100. You've been the CCC champion. But in my mind, winning the Western States 100 mile is kind of the top so far. What, what does that feel like? It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy. I think um, especially coming into this race, like, with pretty low expectations. Like I knew I was fit and honestly at the start of June before I was gonna go to Alaska, I was like, 
I'm for sure going to gun for the win and a podium. And, mm -hmm. and then I just came in like really loose and just like grateful for my amazing crew mm -hmm. and to see all these friends and stuff. And so it's a good lesson, at least to me personally, that, that, I don't know, that's a good way to race. Um, yeah. in Western States, I mean, <sighs> it's just, it's, it's a lot, you it's get, a lot of goodness. You get that amazing <laughs> cougar. Yeah, I think it's like one of the coolest yeah. prizes in our sport. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I think it was so until like last night when I was lying down. I was like, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations to you on your win of the 2019 Western States 100. I can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you, Megan. <laughs> Thanks, I run far. <laughs>